Dateline, July 3rd, Staten Island. Gloria de los Santos. To visit Arthur Kills Road in the summertime, all you have to do is head across the bridge and turn right at the Big Boy Taco. A few minutes later, and you're in your own little slice of heaven. This is a truly integrated neighborhood. People working together, arguing at times, bumping up in each other's space, but rarely getting ugly. This is the kind of neighborhood that you enjoy covering. But the story we're telling this time isn't a happy story. Although some of the people in that story are families, happy ones, and also scared ones, because someone is spending a lot of money to scare people out of their apartments. At least, that's the story residents are saying here at the Conrad Arms apartment complex. To speak with Sal of Sal's newsstand, Tell It, this neighborhood has become as famous as any street in America a time or two in his life. He lights up when you talk about the mob, or JFK, or the Hensonville Massacre, and every story he tells has some unlikely tie-in to this street, this little slice of heaven. I pulled this quote out of the endless wave of high-class ballyhoo. Lady, if I told you what kind of hard-case gunslingers came out of this little neighborhood, you wouldn't believe it. I got stories going back two centuries. I wasn't around for all of it, understand? That would be ridiculous. But I heard enough. Al Capone, Mickey the Stiff... Polak, Jimmy, none of them could hold a candle to Jerry McGillick. Nobody had a swing like old murder fist Jerry. As Sal also tells us, the residents of the Conrad Arms apartments have been hounded and harassed into signing away their rights as tenants of the complex. Nine out of ten buildings have already been signed off on. The only one left is the building right in front of his newsstand. The building where old maid Margaret Benderhaver found the demon gateway to the seventh ring of Hades, or Sal tells us. It's hard to know what's real and what's make-believe, but what we are sure of is that this building has become a dividing line where rampant industrial development comes to ravage another healthy neighborhood. But this time, the citizens are standing up and government is beginning to take notice. Stay tuned, gentle listeners. I remain your humble servant, Gloria De Los Santos, Channel 19 News. The team is at the Conrad Arms with Amala Brown and Mike Lum, and uh, she invites you into her kitchen. She's going to make some coffee, and uh, who's got Hi. the most charm? <laughs> I have three. Uh, I Magnus Bain. I have three charm. I've got uh, Ooh, charm and presents. Hey. I don't know if that helps. What's your charm there, Steve? Just got okay, I have a four charm and a four present, Jeff. Oh shit! Okay, uh, uh, Alexa, you uh, let's have you talk to Amala and try to find out as much as possible. So roll me a charm, persuasion, or charm empathy. Okay. Actually. And how many cards is that? So that'll be four cards for your charm. How much do you have in empathy? 
I think I have two in empathy. Okay, so that'll be six cards plus one because you are uninjured. So that'll be seven cards. And uh, if this is your new time, or <laughs> if this is your first time listening, listener, uh, uh, the way we do it is a 54-card deck. Steve will flip seven cards, and if he has a 10 through an ace, that's a success. All right. The jokers are bad. Okay. And Steve, make sure you tell us if you get a joker, because failures are fun. All right. <laughs> wow. I got a hell of a start for a flush. <laughs> um, I got uh, one, two, four successes, and they're all king and queen. I don't know, I don't know if cards matter. Do you have the queen of hearts? No. I have the king okay. of hearts, but not the queen. So because you have such high charm, the queen of hearts would give you four successes instead of one. Okay. I'll remember that when I, when I see it. You managed to get pretty much everything out of Amala. She tells you uh, a few other tenants have tried to stay. They've got a little tenants organization, but... Uh, the Sombra Corporation has sent local gangsters to pressure them. They've sent them nasty letters. They, they randomly will shut off the power or the heat. And uh, folks have tried to tell the city. And Amala got sick of waiting, so she recently contacted the New York Messenger, which apparently is the biggest newspaper in the city and maybe the world. Well, uh, go back to the group and uh, will they all listen? Well, you're me? all sitting there and you're all sitting there, so oh. feel free to, to chat about it. Oh, okay. So do they own the building then, the Somber Corporation, already? Or how are they turning off the power, I guess, is my question. Um, they're trying to evict everybody so they can re- blo- uh, blow it up and build something new. Oh. Oh, douchebags. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who actually owns the building? Uh, she says there's. Uh, she's m- tried to find out, but they're like shell corporations. So she she hasn't been able to find out for sure if Sombra owns it, but she wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Sounds like a legal nightmare. What about these gangsters? Where uh, where are they, and why are they trying to get involved here? She says, uh, these guys are always trying to come up. You know how, how gang members are. They're always trying to sell more or, or make more friends. I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to, to become made men. Um, there's the, the Kiet Co. is what the local guys call themselves. They're mostly Vietnamese guys. And, uh, and Mike mm. has made some inroads with them. And he looks over at you guys, and he's like, yeah, there's not much I can tell you, uh, but these guys are real tough, and their boss, uh, the head man, is scary as fuck. Uh, and then he checks his, his uh, eye watch or whatever, and he's like, oh, fuck, man, I got to go. That's him right now. And he sits up, and he says, uh, I don't suppose any of you guys would want to I don't know, hide out in an alley and watch. <laughs> like, like uh, I'm kind of on my own out here. Uh, and uh, Hezekiah immediately stands up and he says, uh, I'm happy to serve. I don't quite understand this, this uh, world, but um, 
I know how to watch and, and protect. And then Clive uh, stands up and he f- fiddles around in his satchel and he pulls out two gold feathers and he uh, says, Hezekiah, put this in your lapel. And he pops one in his and he disappears. Oh. Hezekiah looks at all you guys and he, uh, he puts his fist to his head. Must be some mid-world thing. And then he pops it in his shirt pocket and he disappears. Interesting magic. Never seen anything okay, quite I, like it. I was going to have Shadwell follow them, but uh, I guess I can't follow teleportation. <laughs> it's, I uh, mean, could. <laughs> Mike looks around. He's like, are you guys still here? And Clive's like, yes, we're still here. <laughs> Lead the way, son. And uh, they the Amala slides open the door <laughs> and they head out. Okay, then. I will telepathically have Shadow uh, uh, cover them. Okay, yeah. Uh, Clive is hard to Clive is hard to pin down, but Hezekiah immediately realizes what you're doing, and he says, uh, "He says uh, thank you. Uh, follow along, and uh, I'll tell you if we need you." Okay. Okay. Door slides open invisibly, and then it closes. Amala's like, "Holy shit!" Who are you guys? Uh, who are we? And the kids are like, oh, them guys is magical. What? <laughs> we are merely travelers who have happened upon your little problem. And Amala, are these, uh, the, whoops, the Kiet Co, are, are they involved with, with the Somber Corporation? Is, is, it, is it all one big thing? Just trying to untangle this mess. I mean, I assume so. Uh, I, mm. I can't find the name of the of the head of that group. Louis, do you remember? I can punch remember it in what, later, what, but what the name of the the head of the Vietnamese gang. You met him. He, he oh, was all I scary. wrote down the names of a lot of gangs members. Um... Sugar? Sugar, that's right. He's like a... a Big, bald, has tattoos. Yeah, um, I think the closest... Very hardcore dudes. closest similarity is like Suge Knight. And he's got a thing for Amala. And she's tried to play oh, okay. it cool and stuff and, and, and brush him off easy. But she doesn't want to totally alienate him because she's trying to figure out what he's up to. Okay. Um, so she says, yeah, as best I can figure, they are trying to get, he's trying to get into the South Shore Dragons, and, uh, those guys are bad news. I've, I've heard of them. And Mike says that they, they've had contact with the Sombra Corporation, and, uh, worse than that is Balazar. Let's see. Does anybody want to ask her any more questions before we uh, jump over to Louie? No, I've pretty much got uh, got a bit of an image of what's happening. So. And has uh, anybody here been in Midworld yet? Uh, I think one of you fell out of a door into Midworld. I think Magnus was briefly. 
Ooh, Magnus and his friend. What's her name? Oh, the reporter? Yeah. Her name was... <laughs> I did not write her name. Her name is Reporter Lady. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, I think she stayed back at the mill. Is that right? right? Yeah, that's okay. correct. Okay, cool. I left her so, in the um, capable hands of um, what's-his-name who runs the mill. Yeah, so you're feeling a weird, a weird kind of, I don't know how you describe it. It's like a stomach unease or whatever. Okay. And it feels like it's coming from below. And then you also feel this weird feeling of like, like your, like your thoughts are being pulled up. So it's coming from below, but it's pulling me up. Well, it's like two different things, and you're not sure what what it's all about. Okay. But um, yeah, you have to do the hokey pokey kinda... before you learn what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> you've never had this feeling before. Uh, it's very strange. Hmm. <laughs> Breaks out in the wicked. What is this? <laughs> what kind of weird puberty ray are you shooting her with? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is this a very late second puberty? <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, so, uh, the fabled <laughs> The 500-year-old second puberty. Apparently. If, if you live to be 500, well, guess what? <laughs> you metamorphosize into an actual butterfly. <laughs> I'm ready. Janine, you, uh, you notice that somebody's tugging on your, your pants. Okay. You look down, and it's the little girl, Amala's daughter. Hello. It's time for piano. I have piano. And her, and her mom goes, oh, fuck. And she like stands up and she's like, I'm so sorry, guys. Uh, uh, Mike vouched for y'all. I mean, you could stay here if you want, but I got I to gotta get LaShawn to a piano lesson. And we got to get on the subway. Like, it's going to be a whole thing. Are you guys okay? And she starts course, rummaging we, around. We wouldn't. She's, we we would never impose upon you. We'll go ahead. We'll we'll be fine. She rummages around in are her you, cookie jar and okay? pulls out. Uh, she pulls out a set of keys and hands them to Janine. And she says, "Just lock up if you guys leave." All right. Of course. We'll we'll do. Okay. And then, uh, did she see Janine transform into a, a different lady? Well, I didn't transform into a different lady. I just became slightly more tan. Yeah, that's right. But that's I'm not. Right. I'm not sure if she did. I think I that happened before Amala showed up. Oh, okay, that's right. You were with Mike. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, um, yeah, you guys, you guys just you stay in the the room. She rummages around, and gets all her kid stuff, throws it in a bag, and uh, she's like, "Good luck, guys. We're counting on you." And she steps out the, uh, the door. Um, Alexa, do a presence and telepathy check. Who? Uh, That'd be Steve. Uh, nine cards, Alexa. Okay. All right. No jokers. One, two, two jacks and an ace. I don't know. Ace of diamond. I don't know if that helps. Okay, you just basically feel a lot of strangeness 
and there are there's still a lot of people in the building. You're not sure how many, but you could probably study it if you wanted to. Um, does anybody want to yeah. do anything else before I pop over to Louie? Nah, go ahead. Nah. Oh, it's Louie time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Louie, uh, you just ran out of the building. Yeah. And did you have a destination in mind? Um, no. Uh, if This is just after I ran away from the sex dungeon, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I I just didn't want to be there. Uh I don't want to go right home because I don't know, maybe someone will be at my house, maybe not. I'm kind of uh anxiety is taking a hold of Louie and Louie just wanted to get out and he's just running. Running, running, <laughs> running. Okay. Well, north is the former Fresh Kills landfill. There's probably a fence, but there's a park over there. Um mm-hmm. You're kind of in the middle of this apartment complex. There's four buildings. You know, and then going to a the park street. is probably what I would do because uh, you know, going to a peaceful public place would be nice. Okay, nice. Uh, you get a phone call. Okay. Um, I slow my run to a trot and answer the phone. <sighs> yeah, uh, this is uh, Rob Conway's uh, Roadhouse. How can I book your appointment? Hey, quit fucking around, man. You make contact uh, or what? Uh, I'm sorry, who is this? It's your your Balazar contact. I can't remember his name. Oh, um, my Balazar contact. Uh, there was one guy named Perez who was driving a car. Paolo, who was in the front seat. Oh, yeah, um, and Bellini. Was it either of those two guys? Who was the guy that was roaming around the street with you, getting in touch with the... The Kiet Co. Uh, the one who was introducing me to everybody who was talking. Um, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was Perez who handed me the dossier. Oh, okay. Or Prez, excuse me, not Perez. Cool. And Prez. remind us again what was in the dossier. If I remember correctly, the dossier had like a picture of four people, which I believe to descriptions of the other player characters, but ah, maybe there okay. is uh, an addendum since we have more player characters now. Ooh. Cool. Did you ask Batty to uh, look out for these people on your behalf by any chance? Uh, did Batty ask me to look out for these people? No, did you like try to uh, enlist him, or were you just trying to meet the demon? Oh, I wanted to see what was going on and see if there was like a demon actually in the guy's basement is really the main thing I wanted to do. Okay. And then I'm going to I'm going nice. to tattletale on him for having a demon. Okay. Uh you're going to tell this guy that? Um Yeah, this is the guy who told me about this place and Batty St. Marie in the first place. Yeah. Um so I w- okay. Um, thank you for going over a scene recap with me, Jeff. Um, <laughs> so I answer the phone, and I say the, the the thing about the steakhouse reservation and try to lie and pretend it's not me, for sure. Uh, but when he says, you know, did I make contact? Uh, yeah, uh, I was in that basement. I'm actually going to uh, a park a few miles north. Would you mind meeting me there? Can we talk in person? 
It's a few hundred feet north. I think you cut out, Jeff. Try it again. <laughs> it's only a few hundred feet north. Okay, yeah. I asked him, the, it's, like a, it's a block down from uh, where the uh, basement Yeah, man, I know where the park is. is. What are you doing going to the park? Get over here. Uh, where are you at? I told you to make contact with Batty. Like, wh- what happened? Uh, I don't want to talk about what happened with Batty over the phone. Where are you at? I'm across the street with the with the uh, the the Vietnamese guys. Shit. Okay. Um, he it Cole. It, okay. I got. I'm gonna be honest with you. I was a little bit scared and I forgot where I was for a moment. But now I am going back across the street. Uh, do you have anything to drink? Yeah, man. These guys are fucking gangsters. Okay, okay. They got it all. Okay, okay, shit. Want some coke? Just get the fuck I'm going to hang up the phone and just do the thing you're saying. Okay, bye. Um, I okay. look around, you know, and I, I kind of uh, not necessarily uh, uh, walk there light-footed or tiptoe or anything, but I'm walking with purpose. I really want to be able to uh, notice my surroundings because I don't want a demon or this scary... <laughs> person who also happens to be a lot like me oddly enough uh, to be chasing me <laughs> uh, so I uh, approach the destination the checkpoint with caution okay so you're coming back to the apartment buildings and uh, do you have any sort of telepathy I do okay uh, let's do a flip presence and telepathy plus one because you're uninjured Oh, and let me remind everybody, if you have an ultimate that you think is relevant, go ahead and tell me when it's appropriate. I have an ultimate that is I can pinpoint uh, five people within 200 yards of me. Okay, cool. If you know who they are, or just just five. Oh, well, I general. won't be able to like know their names or anything like that, but... Um, I can like you know specifically figure out oh there are like these five people around me or up to five you know what I'm saying okay nice so uh, yeah flip it nine cards one two three three successes good enough so as you come within maybe fifty feet of the of the Closest building to the street, mm-hmm. you realize there's like, there's, what are there, like four or five people, and, and it seems like they're at the uh, base, what's that called, the bottom floor, the first floor corner. Yeah. And, uh, and they must be inside there, and you can see like right through, and uh, they're a strange collection of people. And something about them seems real interesting. They all look uh, gangstery, though. Not gangstery, like like they don't belong in this neighborhood. Like uh, you what just are they catch a glimpse of like a fancy boy <laughs> and uh, fancy boy. Uh, I'm a fancy boy. I'm fancy. <laughs> a really strange-looking, uh, super dark-skinned woman with white hair and. Uh, who all is there? It's Magnus, Alexa. Let's see. Is there anybody else there? Oh, wait. Do I recognize any of these people from the dossier? Yeah. Yeah, they're the people from the dossier. Oh, shit. I don't talk to them, and I hurry up and go to my contact. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, so is it just Alexa and Janine left in the building there? Uh, Magnus is still there. Yeah. Magnus, okay, yeah. So yeah, the three, three of them. The other, the other two went down to help. They're invisible. Yeah, and you can detect there's people up above on other floors, but, but these people clearly are three of the folks you're looking for. Holy shit. And you're just out in the open, so you might want to hide. I don't know. I want to go to my, my contact. I want to go find Prees and update them about the scary dungeon, but also tell them, hey, the dossier people are here. Should we shoot things or something? <laughs> are you going to call him back but, or yeah, wait yeah. until you get away from... Okay. So you're passing I want to get face-to-face. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm passing the building. Okay, and you, you call back, and he's like, uh, uh, Hey, man, what, what do you want? I'm in the middle of something. Uh, and he's making uh, telltale yeah. gross sex noises. Yeah. Uh, you know that dossier uh, that I was handed earlier this uh, afternoon? He's like, I, hey, hold on. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, you see any of those folk? Most of those motherfuckers are right here next to me in this restaurant or something. I don't know what it is. It's some kind of building, and there's people inside of it, and it's them. It's the Conrad Arms. It's the building they're trying to uh, drive everybody out of. Uh, He's like, uh, like, they're in the building? You see them? Yes. Sit tight. I'll be right there. Okay, please. Yes, that's what I... Okay, go. Okay. All right. Uh, are you just like huddled against the wall? Or are you out in the open? Uh, I'm like, if there's like a like a dumpster or some garbage cans, I'll huddle down next to those and kind of hide my face. Okay. Uh, you see the old man walking around the corner with a little trash bag, uh, the the newspaper guy, mm-hmm. and he looks over and he's like, "Hey, son." <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing hiding over there? You're not doing drugs, are you? <laughs> I'm not hiding and I'm not doing drugs. I'm experiencing uh, my American right to just take a break whenever I want to. Oh, are these garbage cans? <laughs> yeah, these garbage cans are real stinky. And he opens up one and he's like, well, I'll tell you what, this is not anywhere I'd like to hang out. Man, does your nose not uh, work? This is disgusting. It reminds me of home. Uh, have a seat if you want to, but you can hang out. I don't mind, but I just really don't feel like talking right now. I need a few minutes to calm down. Um, I'd be happy to answer any questions if you just don't mind giving me five minutes of just garbage meditation. Please sit. He just stares at you in confusion, and he's like, Well, we got all kinds of antacids and things over at the uh, booth over here. I'll let you go. And he, and he walks off just shaking his head, like, amazed at your strangeness. I'll be gone in a few. Don't worry. Okay, uh, Perez comes uh, hustling over the street and comes up to you. And he just looks like, like he doesn't care who sees him. He's just, like, fucking full-on gangster lean. As he goes, like, his coat pulls back. You see his shoulder holster. And he's got, like, just dead eyes. I point my thumb into the building, like, towards the window where these people are, and I'm still sitting on the ground in the garbage. Okay. He's like, uh... He's like, in, in the garbage. Like, Mood, honestly. He leans down and he goes, they're right there? First floor? Man, these guys are stupid. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, sometimes when you think things are stupid, it's not. Uh, sometimes when you think uh, there aren't Give me that butt demons, there dumbass. are. Uh, it's been a really hard 45... Okay, okay he sure. He flipping through it. He's like, Jesus, man. Look at these weirdos. Are those pointy ears? What the fuck is going on? <laughs> That's racist. Are we hunting a, a theater troupe? Jesus. Listen, we're very good, okay? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so he... he uh, I guess he hasn't seen any of them. So, yeah, he... Uh, mm. And Hezekiah's not in there because he was a surprise addition. Sure. He's like, how do you want to do this, son? Uh, well, I can... Uh, uh, well, I can tell you where they're at. I don't know if you want to sneak up behind them. How stealthy are you? Nah, man. I, uh, man, we're trying to keep the bloodshed to a minimum. You here when the old man was here, but I'm... How long you been in this game? You threaten first, then you break legs, then you kill. Right? Uh, then you break the legs, then... I, okay. Um, let's go in the front door. Well, okay, I don't know how threatening I'm feeling right now. Did you know that... <laughs> did you know that there's a demon in the basement? Man, are you high? Okay, never mind. I can see you don't really want to talk about the basement demon. Let's just go in here, and uh, I'll follow your lead. He looks at your nostrils. He's like, man, what the fuck? You can't get high on the job. <laughs> you see his eyes are all bloodshot. I adjust the nose piece of my, of my mask because I'm worried it's not attached right. And I uh, just say, can we go in and, and do it? I've had a long day, and I promise there's no more high drugs. Alright, all right. we gotta get our story straight. Who are we? What are we doing? Well... Oh, and he reaches back in his back pocket. If for a big mafia boss, wasn't, wouldn't be mentioning their name be a good idea? You're talking somber, right? The mafia doesn't exist. Uh, well, Balazar... He laughs and pats you on the chest. Here. Fucking A, man. Bosses, bosses is. We'll mention Paolo if we got it. And he pulls a, a chrome beretta out of his uh, waistband and gives it to you. Oh, oh shit. He's like, don't, don't have, wave that uh, thing around, I, I, man. Put it in your pocket. <laughs> okay, I put it. Uh, I'm going to holster it in my waistband. Okay. All right, you guys go around the front and he's like, uh, all right, we were uh, building inspectors. Does that sound good? Yeah. All right. I'll do the talking. You do the leg breaking, right? <laughs> uh, but only after you threaten them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you don't break a leg before you threaten. Man, you're new. Right, right. This is new. I, I was watching cooking shows yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's how so, new I am. You guys come around to the front of the building, and he's, uh, he buzzes for the, the, the landlord or super or whatever. He goes, uh, man, did Paolo give you a key? And he's like fiddling around in his pockets. I check my pockets, too. All right. Let's switch. Eugene, you still there? Yep, I'm here. All right. 
Shauna Delane has been uh, hunkered down in a, in a dark cave with a few new friends for about an hour, trying to decide what to do. Uh, it took that long for Margaret and Virginia to finish uh, mourning Poin, and uh, they're telling a few stories about her. As best you could figure out, Poin was the, the owner of the local newspaper, and she kind of organized this mini resistance. Uh, Cookie is the fireman, uh, so he's he's old, but he's like probably strong enough to to throw a punch here or there. And mm -hmm. uh, Margaret is just a straight badass with a shotgun. They probably like a dug a little burial for point, right? Uh, it's hard to dig in this cave, um, but maybe they covered her up with rocks. Mm. They're not really into burial. They're kind of more atheistic than, than uh, you're used to. <laughs> Actually, when you recommend it, they're like, they give you this look like, uh, yeah, we don't, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> well, regardless, Shauna still kind of, you know, goes to her remains and does a little prayer and also does one for Tobin as well. Nice. Uh, Manny Swirl, that's the old guy with the glasses, he joins you. And he says a few things about the man Jesus, who you've never heard of. Shauna raises her eyebrows like, Jesus. <laughs> She's like praying to the diamantine. Uh, do you have anything like history? I think we changed space-wise to street-wise. I don't know. Basically, it'll be uh, intelligence and... We'll call it history. We should replace computers with general knowledge. But um, So what's your intelligence? Intelligence is one. So I just okay. draw one card. Is that oh, it? and Manny Swirl <laughs> somehow patched you up, and, yeah. uh, and Margaret gave you uh, some kind of drug mm -hmm. that made you feel better. So you'll get two cards. So flip two. Right. Flip two. Uh, I got a nine and a three. What's a success again? That's a ten, two, an ace. So you got nothing. Okay. You have no idea who the man Jesus is. Oh, so uh, <laughs> you got healed two, so you're just down one. Okay, great. And everybody's got two hero points. Uh, do you guys remember who got the anti-joker last? Or excuse me, the anti-boner. Uh, Thank you. I thought it was I, uh, Chase. I have, I have it on my character sheet. Okay, uh, yeah, Chase had it so we got to give it to somebody else i'm just gonna uh okay i'm just gonna roll a die and see who gets it okay yeah it is steve so after the the ladies are telling stories and they're they're cooking what little rations they have marita starts to go down the down the cat down the cavern with a with a makeshift torch oh and cookie and margaret head back to to raid the carriage for various goods and things. What does Shauna do? I'm going to say Shauna's just kind of wiping the blood off of the handkerchief that um, was hers that uh, Tobin gave him right before, gave her right before she died. And she's just kind of reading the embroidery. Nice. Okay. So yeah. now it is shifted, right? You see the mm -hmm. town in the bottom right corner. You see the path of the carriage. You see uh, basically any of the the descriptors, like the words, the various, uh, I don't know, trees and canyons and things are all kind of bending 
towards this, the path that you guys took down into this canyon and right into the cave. And it reminds you of what, uh, what that person was talking about, the beam. I think somebody told you about that. Maybe it was Jessica. But uh, anyway, everything is bending into the cave. And uh, you see, it's, it says uh, burial site. And you're like, holy shit, that's right here. And then it continues into the darkness. And then you see, uh, it, says, um, it says the swordsman's door. She's kind of like entranced a little bit. Um, so she kind of gets up and just starts walking towards the darkness. Okay. Manny Swirl says, be careful, young lady. There's, uh, there's all manner of beasts in this world. Um, Shana replies and is like, don't worry. I think there's something down there that I need to see. Okay. So you, you follow along. You see Marita's light. And uh, do you want to get her to stop? Or do you want to try to find something to light up on your own? No, she's just going to keep walking. Okay, so it's pretty dark here, but you managed to catch up to Marita. She's going super slow. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she's just wearing her holsters, like her, her uh, gun belt, like out in the open. Uh, she's got a little like purse full of bullets and whatever random stuff. She, um, and, uh, Sean says, Marita, what are, what are you doing down here? She said, we got to find another way out. If, if, if the ladies, the painted lady, aren't able to take back the town, uh, those guys are going to come here. And uh, I want to get out a different way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if old-timey like people say uh, that. Let's go, let's go together. <laughs> if it do yeah. you, that's what it is. Yeah. That's yeah. Dark Tower talk. <laughs> we need to find way out of here if it do you. The shot says, let's, let's go together. She smiles and says, uh, you know, against my better judgment, I like you, Shauna Delane. How'd you get that name anyway? Well, I didn't have much time to explain when we met, but I'm not from here, as in, I guess, from your world. Where I'm from, Delane is the name of my kingdom, and uh, my father was the king. She gives you this look like, like she is just blown away, but she can't deny that uh, you're a formidable force and, and you are dressed like an old timey <laughs> queen. And she she shakes her head and she's like, "All right, well, there are. <laughs> they say there are other worlds than these, and I guess I guess the Manny were right. Oh, hey, what's that? And you look up and you see the the path starts to go up a little bit. And then it forks, uh, one to the left and one to the right. And you see a little wooden sign hanging, like, up above. Well, you said there's a sign hanging up above? Yeah, maybe 30 feet ahead, just outside the, the limits of the light. Can we read it? Yeah, you, you walk up there, and it's totally yeah. silent in here. It's foreboding and, and scary. And the light, or the sign, it must have been painted centuries ago it's so faded from from moisture or whatever and it's dusty and she reaches up with a handkerchief and and wipes and uh halfway through she realizes she's wiping off most of the paint so she stops and it says this way to the swordsman's door and it points to the left 
and then to the right it says exit. And she looks at you and she's like, oh, a way out. What did I tell you, Shauna Delane? Wait, what did the other the direction say? You cut out there exit. for a sec. It says exit. Okay. Left and right. And she, uh, um, she says, uh, oh, man, when you're right, you're right, Shauna Delane. Hey, uh, <laughs> we should go that um, way, right? And she points to the right. So Shauna kind of hesitates. She says, Marita, I... I don't know how to explain this, but I think I need to go towards the left. I think there's something there I need to see. And she kind of drops her head and she says, Honey child, you can't go through anything like that without the help of the Manny. I guess we better go get Swirl. And she uh, starts to turn around. So Shana kind of like grabs her sleeve and she says, No, I think... I need to do this alone. She smiles and she says, at the very least, honey, you're going to need a sword. Shana kind of reaches up and checks that her hairpin is still in her hair. And she says, I think I've got that covered. (laughs) She looks at you like, like you're crazy and goes, well, all right, I'll walk you to it. Yeah. Uh, So Shana's going to, Shana says, be sure to tell the others we found an exit. I'll meet you back here in an hour and we should be good to go. And then she walks down towards the uh, left path that says towards for the swordsman. Okay. You go down that path and the closer you get to it, you start to hear these voices. It's kind of like the thinny, but it's more like it's more um, insistent. And you hear your brother saying, uh, you're such a stupid girl. Why? Why do you always go out on these dumb adventures? You know mom and dad are missing you. You got to come back. And uh, you hear Tobin saying, uh, Why did you leave me? I'm all alone. I'm lost. I can't get out of here. I didn't know Tobin had a Western accent. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) No, it's fine. I don't care. Lady Shauna, I am all alone. Please. <laughs> and uh, the last one you hear is, is Jessica. And she says, uh, Daughter, Daughter, you have, have failed. failed. You, you have, have wasted, wasted time. And you, you have, have failed your squire. You are a disappointment to me. And then you see this door just uh, maybe a hundred feet away. And it's glowing just enough that you can just see, like, like through the darkness, you see the outline of a door kind of glowing faintly. Um, so Shauna's got, like, some tears in her eyes from hearing Tobin's voice and Jessica. She tries to ignore it. Um, and she kind of puts her hand over her eyes because it's kind of bright and just steps forward and tries to push open the door. Okay, the closer you get to the door, the louder and more insistent these voices are. It's so scary. Yeah, so she's... She's doing her best to try to, like, keep her composure and hold back the tears. Yeah. Make a uh, presence and survival flip. Uh, presence is three, survival is two. So that's six cards, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is one extra. Okay, I got one ace. So ace, t- what were the success cards again? Ten through ace. 
ten through ace. So I got one, two, you gotta come back. Three. Nice. Okay, you're able to tune down the voices enough. Uh just you start like saying a prayer or something and you manage to to keep them out of your mind and you get near the door and it's a big uh kind of oak door with big old iron iron uh, pegs and then a, a golden handle or brass maybe uh it kind of reminds you of a door from your castle and it's just standing freely in the middle of nowhere and a, a little plaque on the uh, near the top that says the swordsman she she pushes the door open okay you push it doesn't it doesn't do anything uh she puts her weight behind it see if it like does it budge are you grabbing the handle or just like pushing it like shoving it yeah <laughs> okay we're, yeah we're grabbing the handle and shoving. oh okay you grab the handle and you realize it's you're supposed to pull it oh <laughs> she pulls it okay as you pull it all the voices drop away and you just hear this whoosh, and you go flying, you lose your footing and you're like up and you lose control of the handle. And now you're just like floating feet off the ground, arms forward and you get sucked into the door. All right. Back to the other group. You guys hear a knock on the door. Uh, I'll go up and open the door. Okay. Wait a second. Is there like a? What? Is there like a little? Is there a <laughs> what? Not our house. <laughs> oh, well, it's a hotel though, right? No, it's an apartment building. No, it's like an apartment building. This is Amala Brown's house or apartment. Okay. Uh, is there like a little? Is there like a little window or something I can look through or like? Yep, yep. There's a little window, and okay. you look through and there. you see this. Uh, this tall, kind of, kind of goofy, weird-looking, um, dark-skinned guy. He's hunkered over, and he's got his face like, like, really close to the lens. And he's like, "Amala, Amala, wake, wake up! Open the door!" No, nobody move. <laughs> <laughs> Magnus, what are you gonna do? Oh, let's see. He's still sitting. They're, they were in the kitchen, right? They were, yeah. They both got up. Yeah, Magnus is setting down his coffee cup. <laughs> okay, you notice across the living room there's a, a little desk and a computer, and you mm-hmm. see it's piled high with paperwork, and there's a, a whiteboard that's got post-its and then, and then red lines between everything. kind of reminds you of a conspiracy theory okay. uh, guy's board. And you see on there, it says uh, St. Marie. It says uh, Fatso. You remember that was the, uh, the cop. Right. Uh, stuff like that. So that's going on. Okay. Uh, Alexa, presence and telepathy. How many cards do I flip? Nine. Jeff? Nine. I, I, didn't, I didn't hear you. What? Flip nine cards. Oh, okay. Oh, thought God. you were telling him no in German. <laughs> nine. Yeah, well, nine. Flip nine cards. <laughs> Please cards tell me how many cards no. I need to flip. Nine. No. <laughs> nine. Three successes. Okay, good enough. Yeah, so there's a gangster. 
there's a, uh, a gangster's employee who seems very strange and uncomfortable, not happy to be there. There's a joker, a toker, and a midnight smoker. And the guy right in front of the door is Batty St. Marie, the, the super maintenance guy. Okay. S- superintendent, not a super maintenance guy. He's, he's so, super. He's <laughs> he has a logo on his chest. Yeah. So, yeah, there's three people outside. I'll, uh, I'll tell Magnus about these three people. Okay. And, uh... So, in those pictures on the whiteboard, um... Are, are any of them... Oh, no, they were post-it notes, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you want to go over there? Yeah, yeah, Magnus is going to go kind of investigate that and see if he can kind of... You see all kinds of names and a few okay. notes under each person's name. Okay. And, uh... Alexa, you could actually tell her these people's names. Okay. Uh, go ahead. I, I don't remember what you said or if you said it. Okay. So one is Perez. One is St. Marie, who's the super. Uh, the other guys, uh, you can't get the other guy's name. Okay. okay. <laughs> do, any of these, do any of these names appear <laughs> on these post-it notes that I can see? Yeah, there's a, there's a cluster of gangsters, including Sugar... And uh, and there's one with a, a question mark. It says Italian next to it. Okay. And uh, there's a Perez. And St. Marie is the superintendent. Right, the right. Guy. Okay. And are they still knocking? Yeah, nobody, nobody's con- nobody said anything to the maintenance guy yet. Right. Uh, yeah, Magnus mentions just kind of quietly, like, well, who'd you say that was the... Uh... Perez is the gangster. Right. We've got yeah. we've got the super, but not sure about who else is there. Yeah, there's yeah, another uh, person there. I just I can't pin him down. Right. <laughs> he looks really nervous and sick. <laughs> Perez is part of some Italian group that's working for Sombra. Okay. So I'm still what looking out at the people, just like watching. What are they doing? Okay. St. Marie we'll rings on the bell again. He's like, Amala, come on. Come on. I know, I know someone's in there. <laughs> Louie, do a telepathy flip. Four successes. Cool. Yeah, somebody is trying to scry you mm-hmm. from behind the door. Um, yeah, I uh, uh, let my associate know um, that, hey, they're trying to uh, probe our minds and get information about us and figure out if we're, I don't know, here to scare them or shoot them or something. We should go now or, la- now or never. St. Marie looks at you like, like horrified <laughs> and like shocked that you would tell anybody about this stuff. And Perez is just staring at you like a tree just turned blue or something. Like... He can't make sense of what you're telling him. I was trying to tell you about a bunch of other spooky shit earlier, but you weren't having it. Can we do the thing that you want to do now, though? Can we do the this building thing so I can go home? <laughs> All right. And he bangs on the door several times. Oh, and by the way, you okay. got enough successes. I'll- Hold on. Louie got enough successes that he could actually, if he wanted to, find out who in particular, is scrying him. 
Um, yeah, since I, since I was able to pick it out, I mean, I just, like, I want to know who it is. I don't need to know tons of detail about it, but I'll grab a name. So it, uh, it's um, something pain, and you're like, that's okay. on the nose. And it's, okay. uh, it's that dark-skinned woman with the white hair. And the okay, hair. so it's, it's, it's someone who I'm already familiar with, and I guess I've figured out that this person has brain powers. <laughs> <laughs> so banging on the door isn't going to do anything. I'm going to do something very bold and regret it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bring it on. Love it. Uh, oh, I'm going uh, to... Before you do okay. that, does okay. anybody want to open the door? No. 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 Nope. <laughs> no. 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 So yeah, Matt, this about... is still over reading post-it notes, so. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. Um, no, no, tell no. Me, tell me I'm about. I'm standing in uh, front of the door. The, the stoop that we're on, um, is it just like a flat surface and then a door? Yeah. Or I'm thinking like a lot of apartment buildings, there's like steps, you know, that go up to a door. No, it's a cheap apartment building, so it's just flat. Okay. Um, how far away from the corners of the building are this door? Is like the door in the center of the building and it's equidistant to both other sides of the building, or is it like, is the door on the right side of the building or the left side? There's just a cinder block wall to your right and the door in front of you. There's another one behind you that actually is like a supply closet. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm really stressed out. Okay, I, I'm, I'm trying to think... If, if my character is so stressed out he just wants to get this over with, or he's so freaked out he doesn't want to do anything. Uh, so I am going to, um, with the butt of... No, I'm not that strong. I'm going to have to do the shooting part of the gun because I have zero muscles. Uh, I'm going to shoot the doorknob of this door. Oh, shit. Uh, not, not into the apartment, but I'm going to shoot like down and towards the door frame. And as soon as I do that, I'll push the door open and then... I'm going to get away from the door and motion for my friends to go inside. Do you have any way to muffle the sound? Um, I'm not thinking about that. <laughs> okay, nice. So yeah, you shoot the doorknob. Yeah, you totally blast that doorknob. It's a cheap piece of shit. And then you kick it and Perez has his gun out as you do it. Batty St. Marie backs up. Uh, 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 what's your name? Um, Janine, what's your name? Seraph. <laughs> Seraph, yeah. Uh, you got to do an athletics <laughs> okay. agility flip. What is that, brawn? Uh, agility plus athletics plus one because you're uninjured. Okay. Uh, one success. Oh, man, <laughs> that door hits you right at the top of the head, and you go flying backwards. Take one. Uh, actually, no, you'll just be a minus one for uh, minus one flip for two rounds. And Do I so notice? You're, just like, you're stumbling around. Alexa was between you and Magnus, uh, so Alexa's unhurt. Do I notice that it hits somebody when I kick the door? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, before yeah, I yeah, you hear it. run There's away... Yeah, before, before run I away. run away, I apologize. Oh, God, I'm sorry. And then I kind of <laughs> gesture my associates. What? Get in there. Go, go, 
go, get in, oh get my in, God. get in there. And I get behind both of them and kind of push them into the um, apartment <laughs> building. Okay, Batty is trying not to go in there, so it's going to be <laughs> athletics and brawn, or melee and brawn. Whatever's better. Um, this is going to be something I, I might lose here. Um, is there a way... There's a way to improve a, uh, a check, right? Uh, like, do you have a I power a or something that could do it? Okay, oh, no. oh, you mean drive and hero points. Yeah, you could totally hero do that. Hero points. Um, when I spend a hero point, does that just give me one extra draw, or does it give me more than that? It gives you two. Okay. Um, I well, since I only would be getting one card if I did this, okay. um, I might as well Plus spend one because you're uninjured, so right? So you'll get two. Yes. Okay. And then and you well, might I'll not spend need a hero drive. Point. Just okay. So yeah, flip yeah. four cards. So four cards. Um, one, two successes. Nice. You fully push Batty in there. And Perez is nice. just climbing Fuck over the yeah. door with his gun out. And he says, everybody down! Good. He wants to do the thing, finally. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All of a sudden, there's a gunman in front of y'all. I pull out my gun. And somebody else... Oh, the landlord is, like, coming in after him. Um, who... Is he aiming the gun at anyone? Or is he just kind of waving it around wildly? No, it's pointed down, so if he was to shoot, it'd probably be at somebody's leg or, or their lower torso. Okay. Well, uh, the second... What is... Uh, what? Hold on. What's everybody's initiative? Four. Four. Okay. Uh, I have five. Okay. Louis is six. Louis is six. It doesn't really matter, because you're on the run. Uh... I'm I'm going to try to avoid this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, st I'll and, start uh, it, but I won't finish it. Alexa? Steve, what's your initiative? Steve, are you there? It's six. He's, he's here. I don't know why you can't hear him. Yeah. Dang it. It was six. Steve, you got a six? Yes. Okay, so Steve, Louie, and Batty are going to go at the same time. And Batty's like, Batty's like, um, you better talk to this guy. Uh, he's he's real dangerous. Uh, and uh, <laughs> um, Magnus, it's your go. Uh, yeah. The second the whatever the gang guy gets in there with a gun. Uh, let's see. Alexa, you said you were putting up some sort of uh, like force field. Okay, so you're protected. Um. Yeah, Magnus is gonna sort of, I don't know, sort of a, just like a magic energy blast type thing and try and knock the gun out of his hand. Okay. So that'd be uh, magic and intelligence? What did we decide magic was? Magic and what? Let's go magic and agility. Okay. That is, oh, and I get one more for not being injured. That's right. That is three successes. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that gun goes flying into the kitchen, 
and uh, bangs around the microwave and into the sink. <laughs> and he just curses. He's like, motherfucker. It is now... Jeff, this is a kid's show? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it is now Seraph's turn. Uh, okay, I pull out my gun and uh, point it at the guy who was previously holding a gun. Okay. I don't say anything. That's all I do. I don't want to shoot okay. him. I just want to threaten him. So wait, you're, you have a gun? I, I do have a gun, remember? Yeah, where did it come from? Uh, the driver. My, my driver gave it to me. Ah, it's yes. It's my clockwork pistol. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm flaking. Did, did Steve go? I still can't hear Steve. That is weird. Can you guys hear Steve? Yeah, we can hear Steve. What the fuck? Uh, I actually can't hear Steve. I see his little circle lighting up when he talks. <laughs> oh, weird. I can hear Steve. Damn it. Steve put up, Steve put up a force field. <laughs> Shit. And the only was... the people Steve likes gets to hear him now, Jeff. I guess we're just going to be... <laughs> fuck, I might have to have Steve re... Uh, re... Uh, either re-record lines or have him hang up and then come back. Okay. The poop everybody. Um, so he went first. So the force field is between y'all and him and the uh, other guy, yeah? I would guess. Ah, uh, he's back. Hey, Steve, okay. can I hear you? Okay, good. So you hey, did the force field. Hear me now. Yay! Steve did the force field. Seraph pulls out her gun. What's she going to do? I'm just pointing it at the guy who was just holding a gun. I'm not saying anything. Or I just want him to know that I could rock his brains out of his skull if I needed to. That's awesome. Could rock his socks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Top of the order. Uh, Louie, what are you doing? Uh, I, I leave the area <laughs> of the door frame. Uh-huh. And you were talking about this really cool cement wall. Um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go over to the cement wall. That was real close to the door, like right next to it, and the dumpsters are on the other side. But the hallway goes all the way back the way you came, and there's probably a back door and, a f and the front door you came in. There's also probably mm, a staircase. Yeah, I'm yeah. going back out the way. I, the, the way where I know there is a door. Okay, nice. You tear ass around, go through the lobby, and you get to the front door. Um, and when I get out, I want to make a, a hide check to see if I can just be hidden. Like behind a potted plant? Uh, inside the newsstand? Like <laughs> behind a car? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, th I think newsstand sounds great. That's super fun. Just hiding behind like a stack of newspapers. All right, you hustle in. Sal's in there uh, straightening magazines, and you just roll up beside him. Okay, uh, Alexa, what's your play? Telekinetically grab the uh, darkened gunman by the throat and lift him up in the air. Nice. Okay, he does not have a gun, that guy. And Perez doesn't either at this point. Blast it out of his hand. Well, he's, he's the only other one in the room other than the... Supervisor, right? I mean, it's uh, just yeah, it's just Batty and Perez, and they're both gunless and behind a force field. No, the force field's in front of me. 
Oh, okay. But anyway, it's just them. They're unarmed now. You pretty much have the upper hand. Who are you? And what are you doing here? Uh, they both look at each other, and, and like Perez doesn't want to say anything, and and so Batty's like, "Oh, uh, um, we didn't think anybody was was in here, see, and and uh, we you was worried because Amala has you do know I know someone's in there. Don't even go there. <laughs> you do know I'm psychic, don't you? <laughs> Perez is just once again he's looking at somebody with. With uh, turn blue, like he just he just can't fathom it. And Batty Saint Marie like kind of stands up straight and, and straightens his uh, his janky little clothes or whatever. He's got like a Goodwill T-shirt from a, a twenty two thousand eight World Cup or something. Wait, two thousand six. And uh, and the other guy. Oh no, it's another dimension. It's two thousand eight. <coughs> World Cup in Cleveland, uh, and uh, okay, uh, and uh, Perez is just like duh, duh, duh. his whole world is. Start rocked. talking while well, I'll crush your windpipe. Oh, uh, hey man, I I don't want any trouble. We was worried that uh, that Amala or one of her kids was hurt. We we saw a thing, and uh, oh man. Bullshit. Oh man! Uh, Is there like a try again? Uh, tighten, tighten it up a little bit enough that enough that will definitely get his attention, <laughs> and then loosen it up again so that he can talk. Okay, he's like. In other words, <laughs> strangle him. Uh, well, I think Seraph wanted to do something. Go oh, ahead. I just wanted to know: Is there like a? Detect bullshit check or some shit. Hezekiah <laughs> <laughs> has a bullshit detector, but uh, yeah, um, it'd be. Let's see. It. I guess it'd be empathy and presence. Okay. Do you have any anything in empathy and persuasion, maybe, or empathy? Okay. Or investigation, maybe. I'm not sure. There's not a lot of skills here. <laughs> okay. Either or way, lying. I, get minus I don't one, know. So it's fine. Can a liar detect a liar? <laughs> Listen. And that's why I should one. be able to detect them. I want the. I want that judgment sass there, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got uh, two successes: a queen and an ace. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he's totally uh, lying. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. And he, but finally, Alexis convinced him to talk. So he, he says, "Yeah, look, man, we we was hired by a uh, by a company. They own this building. They're trying to trying to get y'all out what of company? here." Uh, he looks real uncomfortable, like he doesn't want to get into it. But finally, he pulls out a business. Do you want me card. to bring, uh, do, do you want me to uh, dive into your brain? Nah, man, don't do that. Oh, shit. And he pulls out a, a, a business card and, like, waves it around for anybody who wants to take it. Magnus takes the card. Uh, uh, bring it to my hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Magnus reaches out. And there it what? goes over to, over to Alexa's hand. Okay, yeah. And it says, uh, it says Frank Peretti, Somber Corporation. And that's all that's on there. So uh, okay. let's switch back to Shauna. Eugene, you still there? Yep, I'm here. Okay. 
you come flying through this door and bang into a wall. It's all white. And then you tumble down and the floor is some kind of uh, polished, rounded stone. It's like like perfectly square flagstones with like a white, uh, some sort of masonry around it. And your leg is like half over something else that seems made out of the same material. And then this whole... Uh, lightweight curtain falls down on you and then a, a metal rod tumbles off your shoulders and then rolls behind you. And you hear somebody go, so like, so I was like, ow. she's like gasping for breath. She's like very much in a, like a, in a panic and she's scratch scrambles. I'm just like, where, where she's like feeling the walls to try to get like a sense of like balance. Where, where am I? So the, the door you came through, like recedes into the wall and then something else comes out of it. And it's, it's this weird, it's made out of the same material, this white, the, it, it, I don't know. It's very strange. It's like a chair, but not quite. It has sort of a steel little handle, like a door handle attached to it. You have no idea what it is. And then there's some, uh, there's some other painted white stuff to your right. And your head bonks against something wooden. And that's a real door. Also white. Everything in here is white. Wait, so a chair came through? What, what was it? It, it looks like uh, the same kind of weird, polished, rounded stone chair. You could poke it with your foot if you want. But you heard a, a woman's shout from a different room. Um, so it, and the door I came from totally disappeared. Yeah. Okay. And there's something in your hand. What's in, in the hand, hand that the hairpin isn't in? That, oh, the hand that was holding the handle. There's some something small in your hand. Oh, she looks at her hand. There is a tiny golden key. She grabs it. She uh, puts it like in a pocket in her clothes, and um, she hears her screaming. She goes for the door. Okay, you, you get to your feet and you start to open the door, yeah. and you hear footsteps padding towards you behind the. Uh, Sorry, say that again. You hear footsteps padding kind of towards the door behind it, and you're, you're getting to your feet. Do you want to open the door? So you said I hear something? Yeah, there's somebody walking towards the door on the other side. Yeah, I'm walking towards the door. Okay. You hear, Mr. Peepers, is that you? And it's clearly an old lady or somebody doing an old lady voice. And uh, it's Jeff you open doing the door. Lady. Do you open it a crack or all the way? What's your play? Um, actually, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna say, uh, sorry, I'm. This isn't Mr. Peepers. Uh, may, may I come ah! in? <laughs> you hear like banging and stumbling, and uh, this lady is like on the run. Uh, she's like, oh, uh oh, um, I'm gonna let myself in. Excuse me. She opens the door. Okay, you open the door and you see this small room with uh, various sitting surfaces. There's some sort of black box emitting noise and moving pictures. And there's little windows and you hear uh, the sounds of some, it's almost like a market, but with weird honking noises and various other, other uh, like there's wind and... and uh, the noise is cacophonous. It's too much. Also, there are many, many smells in here, and it's like almost making you gag. Mm. And you Do hear all this. 
Did all I this see the noise. You see all this noise off to your left. There's a little like opening between a counter and, and some other sort of wooden thing, and you hear all this noise over there. Mm. Like somebody rummaging through a chest. She moves towards like the sound of the rummage. She's like, uh, excuse me, do, okay. do you live here? You see this lady pop up and she is old, older than maybe anyone you've ever met, save for your grandmother or your great grandmother. It's white hair and tight curls, a floral print little outfit. And she yanks up a giant cast iron frying pan. And she's like, whoever you are, get out of my apartment. Oh, I'm going to call the police. Uh, she's she, uh, so she like, kind of holds up her hands. Up, um, and she said, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't know that this is just, I, I'm sorry. I just, I literally just fell through some sort of magic door and I have no idea where I am. I, I was just, it Are sounded you like you the were, hairpin. Uh, no, no, she's she's waving her hands in front of okay, uh, like gesturing like none of it. Uh, let's see. Try a persuasion and charm flip. Zero charm is one, so I flip two. Okay, cool. Yeah, two. <laughs> um, Feel free to add any drive or hero point to it. Oh, I got one. I got one success. So, is it a queen of hearts? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. You have one charm. Yeah. Uh. Uh, do you want to add any drive or hero point? No, I'm good. I just have, I just got one success. That's okay, fine. she is not convinced. She's just like swinging this thing, and you see her looking around, and you're not sure what she's looking for. Maybe another weapon. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do my best to dodge all her swings and just keep, lady. I, I, I promise, I'm not here to hurt you. I, I just want to know where I am and who you are and what, what is this place? There's people that I care about. I'm trying to get back to. Okay, she she doesn't swing or anything, but she kind of hugs back against the wall behind her and lowers it, and she says, How did you come out of my bathroom? <laughs> a a bathroom? That that bathroom? What is that? Is that... What, what's a bathroom? <laughs> oh, my dear, you must have hit your head somehow. I don't know how you got into my bathroom, but you don't know what a bathroom is? Uh, no, could you explain this some kind of, um, we have, we have, we have, uh, bathing pools and outhouses, um, but I've never heard of a bathroom. <laughs> By the way, your, uh, your, 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 your blouse is very nice. <laughs> she like instinctively goes, "Oh, thank you." Wait a minute, outhouse? Did you grow up in the country? Everybody has a bathroom these days. Well, um, well, I wouldn't really call where I'm from a country, and we're, we're pretty large. Just, we kind of call ourselves a kingdom, but I was just in a world where people looked at me weird if I told them I was from a kingdom. <laughs> Okay, she looks at you in such a strange way. And then she sets down the frying pan and she says, uh, oh, oh, why don't you take a seat and uh, oh, let's, let's turn down the TV. Do you want any tea? She's like, oh, well, thank you. 
thank you, madam. And she sits down. She, she says, yes, tea would, tea would be fantastic. Thank you. What's a TV? She looks over at you like, oh, oh, you see that little black thing on the coffee table there? Just, just push that big red button in the corner. <laughs> so she kind of like see a remote control. It's it's forward. another weird stick with soft edges, and there's a big red button. You're not sure what a button is, but there is a big red thing. Yeah. So Shana picks it up, and she says, "All these worlds have very curious wands." And she says, "This this button, the red one." As soon as you push it, it the TV turns off. And she's like, "Oh." It's a, I guess it controls that spell box. back it's the war for the tower i am your host jeff richardson hey guys hi jeff hello hey Hey. all right uh so one by one we're gonna roll call uh we'll start with john john tell us about your name and your character my name was created about 29 years ago in a forge deep beneath the earth uh, and then shortly after that, I came up with this character uh, named, uh, you don't even know his real name, but he goes by Louie. And uh, Louie has been hanging out in New York City for a few years, uh, just trying to live their life and be calm and be chill and just not be bothered by anybody. But unfortunately, he keeps being bothered by everybody. Yeah, so I'm Brittany. Um, I'm one of the uh, hosts of the podcast The Forge. Um, And my character is uh, Seraph, who's a changeling gunslinger who is right now stuck in the body of a woman named Janet. Is it it Janet? I think it's Janine. What do you guys think? Do you remember? Janine sounds right. I don't remember. I think it's Janet if you're nasty. <laughs> I was like it's a J name. Uh, I agree. It's it's Janet. If you're nasty. so glad you're back, John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay, Steve. I'm Steve Matthews. I'm playing Alexa Payne, a drow female drow elf and psi overlord. All right, Andrea. Uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Andrea. No funny stories about my name. But I am playing uh, Magnus Bane. He's a three, four hundred year old immortal warlock. Uh, he's the High Warlock of Brooklyn. 
And, you know, he's just here to party. Eugene. Hey, my name is Eugene. Uh, I'm new to the party. Uh, I'm playing a character named Shauna Delane. Uh, she is a descendant from the Delane family in the Eyes of the Dragon Stephen King novel. And Just also a descendant of... Uh, oh, God, it's so good. We'll try to limit the spoilers. Also, she's a descendant of St. Jessica of Stroud. And yeah, uh, I know nothing about the Dark Tower series. I'm just here to play. And uh, I'm also I'm also a writer for an audio drama called New World Sonata. It's a podcast. You guys can check anyone who's interested in that kind of stuff. It's like sci-fi fantasy. Uh, hey. Check it out. Yeah, yeah, super interested. Will you put the link in the thing? I'll put the link in the doobly-doo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, uh, Chase Greenlee is not here today. Uh, he plays Hezekiah Staunton, uh, one of our two mid-world uh, dis- people, or his character, not Chase. Uh, well, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but he hosts, uh, he hosts the Another Path podcast. Uh, he sometimes appears on, God, what is that show? The Mid-World Radio Show, I think it is. Um, uh, he's really cool. Uh, his character is also cool and I'm going to have to find a way because he's having a massive storm, I guess. So I'm going to have to find a way to get him, uh, his character diverted. Um, same thing with Clive Blackstone. So, uh, maybe I'll have them go out for donuts. <laughs> just donuts. Bail them donuts assholes. I mean, you can just have them find like a magic door and they walk into it because I don't know. <laughs> doors are, doors are curious. <laughs> <laughs> Can they, yeah, can they, like, go get Magnus a coffee, please? Can you get me Yeah, I second that. I'm not super sure what coffee is, but... Please go pick us up guns and coffees. I want a chocolate donut with chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> want a gun with chocolate sprinkles? <laughs> New character. Anyway, Steve and John and I are uh, members of the cast over on Shattered Worlds RPG... Uh, there we play test a game based on uh, my RPG system, and they help me build it and, and write stuff. And, and we're also doing a Discord uh, play-by-post game over uh, at the uh, Mystery Fantasy Dungeon 9000, which is a really cool uh, podcast, cool and they've also created this cool role-playing community. It's so, so much fun. Dungeon 9000. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Anna, like Andrea in. is playing... Uh, what is your character? Kev. Oh, Kev. He's like a roguish, handsome guy. A little similar to Magnus without I any magic. I have a magic. type. I have a type. What can I say? <laughs> you are the type. This is you. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> are you 400 years old like Magnus? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm still the oldest person in the group. I was alive <laughs> when the Dead Sea was just a puddle feeling a little sick. Okay, I'm back for like three minutes, and then I have to go get my coffee. And then I'll be back again. Sounds like really serious coffee. <laughs> I mean, I have to like make it. That's pretty serious. But uh, yeah. <laughs>